Let's start off with uh, Russia now shunned. Botswana's president is seeking the top spot in the diamond trade. Well, you see, there's a, the silver lining to every cloud, don't they say, Elvis? <laughs> because with the fighting between Russia and Ukraine, Russia is a top player in this diamond industry and having just given up its chairship of the Kimberley process, the, the, the transparency enforcing uh, initiative that was started in 2003 to stop the sale of blood diamonds. With the fighting happening, it is unlikely that the sanctions will be will be allowing diamond trade to continue for that country. So if the demand for diamond processed or traded in Russia goes down, then it will put another top producer in line to to get its business in order. Already three billion dollars worth of exports in this. This is over ninety percent of the export revenues for the country of Botswana. So they are vying against China and Russia to host the Kimberley process permanent secretariat Elvis. So with this kind of vibe against or sentiment, negative sentiment against Russia with some of the sanctions, it is likely that it will benefit Botswana. And th- there you have it. It's, it's a drive that the president of Botswana has been on to try and get into the whole value chain of the diamond industry. And as a top diamond producer, it could take advantage of that. And it looks very likely that it will succeed. As they say, one man's death is another man's bread, Victor. And in Zimbabwe, Africa's largest ferrochrome plant is taking shape. It is. And, you know, the the advantage here, this is by a company called Dyson Steel Company, and it is a subsidiary of the the Chinese company Shinsan that accounts for 25% of the world's ferrochrome production. Ferrochrome is the alloy that goes into making stainless steel. And as you know, stainless steel is is corrosion-free. It's favored in the manufacturing of a whole lot of things, not just for industrial purposes, but also household people. There are balustrades and a whole lot of other utensils made with, with, with stainless steel. So 25% command of the world production of steel. I mean, if you invest in a country that's billions and billions of dollars. But what is interesting is that this investment, Elvis, unlike many other investments by Chinese companies, is lauded by Zimbabweans as being very considerate and socially responsible. So $10,000, I think, the company will be spending on each family that will likely be affected by this. When you do mining, you often displace families. And sometimes mining companies just leave families stranded. In this case, it is lauded by Zimbabweans as being very socially responsible. So it could be a turning point for Chinese investment. But of course, if you are the largest or one of the largest producers of stainless steel, you want to invest in your social responsibility to make sure you are not tarnished. But this is another price that Zimbabwe is, I mean, the benefits of having stability. Ignatius Chitando, who's the Minister of Mines, is one of the longest serving ministers under President Emerson Nangagwa. And he's very respected in the mining industry is an accountant who was appointed first up with, with the arrival of President Nangakwa. And he might have just, with all the problems facing Zimbabwe, been the best appointment President Nangakwa ever made. Mm-hmm. And then let's move uh, lastly to the Ethiopian Airlines and Boeing. Now, they have signed a memorandum of understanding with the intent to purchase five freighters. Five more freighters. Ethiopian Airlines is, is one of the largest clients of of, of Boeing, the, the, the American-based freight maker or airline manufacturer. And the 777-8 freighters are adding not to the passenger fleet, 
Ethiopian Airlines, but to the air cargo fleet, which is already the cargo division of Ethiopian Airlines is already serving 120 destinations worldwide. If you recall, during COVID, Elvis, Ethiopian Airlines was one of the last airlines to stop flight, but they kept their airlines afloat, the airline afloat by switching some of their passenger aircraft into cargo aircraft, transporting, among other things, PPE. And that has actually benefited the, the company. And they remained profitable even in 2019, 2020, because they, they remained airborne and, and transported a lot of freight. So this is just another advantage that they are taking of the COVID pandemic. How, out of the position as a freight airliner, which they cemented, apart from being a passenger airliner, they are growing further in this. And the most profitable airline in Africa is not looking like slowing down.